Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of the Basement Talk podcast. I am your host, Ed Birdsall, joined, as always, by Brett Mayer and Tim Brady. Uh, gentlemen, as the Spanish say, ¿Cómo está? Uh, yo soy muy bien. Uh, es un día de uh, muchas uh, celebraciones. Sí. Uh, sí, muchas celebraciones. Uh, yes, my uh, dad's friend is coming in from Virginia today. Um, mm. Nice to see him. Haven't seen him in a couple of years, but... Other than that, episode 15, let's get it going, boys. As Ed says, your voice sounds best when you're a little under the weather, as I am right now. The cold weather is messing with me, so I hope my voice sounds extra sexy today. Uh, Brett, how you doing? Weren't you under the weather last week, Tim? I don't well, believe I was. Was it the last episode? It, was, it, was, it was two weeks ago, but I never announced oh, it because... so you're uh, back under the weather again. Uh, yeah, so I have this thing where like Ooh. when the weather changes like this in the winter, and you get these warm days for a couple, like, a couple weeks... And then you get some really cold weather. I, I get congested every time. It's like I'm I'm so used to the cold, the warm weather. My body's like, fuck, it's cold again. Let's get another cold, cause fuck me, right? Uh, Brett, how you doing? Uh, we're doing well at, at my end over here. I got nothing new really going on in my life. That sounds pretty uh, bad, actually. That, that uh, sounds no, it rough. sounds great. It sounds it sounds great. Um, it is supposed to be 28 degrees tomorrow, and then it's supposed to be 50 on Sunday. I saw yep. 52. Yeah. And then yeah. is it gonna drop down again after that? I don't think so. I think it's supposed to stay in like the oh, mid 40s. I, I don't Sorry. think it is. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Oh, happy Valentine's Day. Good point, Brett. I mean, uh, pointless holiday. This, the, well, this Valentine's Day is a corporate holiday. It's a giant scheme, and it just makes you spend more money for no reason. So I definitely get it. Oh, what a wonderful take. I, I will say that we, we, we probably we, all agree on that one. We yeah. sound pretty woke right now, but th- that's fake woke at this point. Valentine's Day is yeah, it's just is an old woke. school kind of. Fake woke. It's, it's not. We're not new to this. It's bullshit. Yeah. Uh, our producer, Matt Bertzel. Matt, how are you? I'm doing absolutely fucking dandelion, but 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 dandelion. Dandelion is that what the noble youth are saying? As the noble yes. youth say, I am doing swell. There we go. So that, we that's made, what we were waiting to hear. We went full circle on this one. It went from you saying the noble youth to now me saying it, and then you saying it again. So I guess it, I guess everyone's listening to the noble youth these days. Hey, great minds think alike. Uh, it's, it's a hey, we've thing. created another hashtag. We went from uh, hashtag nookie nookie to hashtag noble youth. Just saying. Uh, let's just be clear that noble youth was before nookie nookie and nookie nookie will never be a hashtag because I fucking hate nookie nookie. How do you spell nookie nookie? N-O-O-K-Y. Oh, no. N-O-O-K-Y. I thought it was I-E. No, why nookie nookie? It's gotta be I-E. It's gotta be I-E. Absolutely not. Gotta be I-E. Absolutely not. I-E. I-E. Absolutely not, I because as coming from so- this one, as coming from someone that has the E D D I E or E D D Y, okay. that's a bias pro- pro- problem here. Uh, no, I'm I go with Y. It's I'm always listening. Y. Oof. Can I can I take Oof. this next one? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. And joining us, oh. the infamous wow. six foot four <laughs> Italian from Brownsville, Brooklyn, New York, <laughs> and the official contributor of the Basement Talk podcast. Thank you, host Jared Faggio. It's the Italian say, "How's it going?" I'm honored to be back. Jared, I think, Jared, what do you have for dinner tonight? Parmesan. I had a um, little pasta. I actually had raviolis. Mm. Oh, so yeah. did I. Some I sauce from Uncle Giuseppe's. Oh, from Uncle Giuseppe's. We had we oh, no they, free advertising. Wait, wait, were they heart shaped? No. Mine were heart shaped. They make heart shaped. I don't believe in. Really? I don't believe in Valentine's Day. Ed and I had freaking prison food tonight. That <laughs> shit was disgusting. Nothing wrong with prison. Oh, we had chicken stuffed with cornbread stuffing. The cornbread stuffing was harder than cement. I, I'm just gonna go out on a limb here. I, I know chicken's better for you. Chicken sucks. 
Like unless it's fried, uh, unless it's fried or done very well, it, like a baked. Uh, was it baked? No, it was uh, oven. Uh, it's baked. Uh, <laughs> sorry, ba- baked no, chicken is exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> is that baked chicken is just so subpar? Like it, steak is just the best meat. Like it, it really just is. hundred percent, hundred percent. And I get the health concerns, but I I just can't get on board with chicken. Sometimes. Fucking, hey, cares? maybe maybe the noble youth have their food prepared in the oven, and not not baked. Baked is. It's too it's too low class. I don't think it's too low class. We really tied a rope to this noble youth thing. We're just has dragging be it behind this car right now. Everything yeah. everything has to be ovened for the noble youth. We're has about fifty miles out of Huntington Station right now, and noble youth is hanging on by a thread behind this car. It, it just might be. Noble youth is very close to dying, but we'll keep on pushing it. Uh, uh, breaking news. <laughs> Uh, Rangers scored with uh, 312 to go in the third okay, that's not breaking news. That's not breaking news. No one gives a uh, it's, hockey. Cut it out. D- dis- disturbing. Disturbing. I'm having a moment here with my kid brother. You all can butt out. L- uh, let's go. One more thing. Uh, Tim, is Travis Scott and Kelly Price? Just uh, Jared, I think we should ask Jared. No, 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 no. If you don't think Travis Scott is on Kelly Price, I swear to God you're an idiot. Uh, does anyone on this podcast, have they ever said that Travis Scott listen, is not on Kelly Listen, listen, listen. I was, I was a young buck at the time. You were, I was you were 17. In, I was a little intoxicated. I love that Whoa, song. So I don't know what that so is. Never mind, Jared was, not, Jared was not 17. Don't worry. <laughs> I was 21 at the time. I'm actually okay. 26 right now. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, the voices were just melding together. Did you have voices in your head? I'm not Randy Orton, but at the time, yes. <laughs> the song was great. I hear because voices in my head. Let me clarify. Let me clarify. I have the outro already planned. Oh, yeah. When Kelly Price was playing, it did not say featuring Travis Scott. That's a bonus. No, it does. No, because it does. No, for the one I was listening to, it didn't. On what? You just sound cloud like a yeah, bum. I was just vibing. The voices sounded good. And I then someone radio, brought it up. What are you listening to? <laughs> Jared listened to Kelly Price on Pandora. Listen, that was when I was 21. I'm 26 now. Let's get it going. So, okay, thank, yeah, go- let's, thank God. Let's get it going. Thank God. Great, great, that, was great the, idea, that was the longest introduction ever but in the, the history of this show. But possibly the best. Uh, for what, what are we talking about today? Highly debatable. Thanks uh, so, we are going to be doing Deep Sleeper, as usual. Deep the Sleeper. Deep Sleeper. That's a deep sleeper. Thank you very much. For our weekend show, happy weekend, everybody! Uh, we were talking about some scandals. We love a nice juicy scandal. Like in scandals, a lot of, scandals. A lot of yeah. on Valentine's a Day. A lot of debating it. will be going on this episode. I would, I would say so. We're we'll talking about the Houston Astros and the, their absolutely horrendous display at Public Remorse, and of course Manchester City. Uh, we'll be talking about those two. Uh, then we'll be talking about the All-Star Game, going through all the events, giving predictions, and seeing who we think is going to win each All-Star event. Of course, that is All-Star Saturday night, and the game is on Sunday. And then we'll be playing a little game at the end, which we'll explain when we get there. So We'll be playing America's Favorite Game. It, we'll be playing America's Favorite Game, yes. Yes, you'll, you'll see what it is. It's, it's wonderful. Um, so, gentlemen, it's time for Deep Sleeper, and we have done the draw before the show. Oh, I can't wait. And Jared Fagione. Oh. Has won the draw, and he elects to be the first to give his deep sleeper. So, Jared, who is your deep sleeper of the week? I'll elect to receive that. Um, I don't have a person, but I have just something in general. College loans. Step Mm. it up. You know, the interest rates are so high. It doesn't make sense. Why do we got to take them out? 
I don't know. That's just bothering me. So FAFSA. FAFSA is FAFSA, well, maybe, under the microscope. Maybe that's because, um, just like Valentine's Day, college is a scam. We love scams here. There's a lot of scams going on. We're all big victims of scams. This is going to be like a, a scam and scandalous-filled episode. I can I can see the writing on the wall already. It's only right. It's only right. It's Valentine's it, Day. It is only right. It is Valentine's Day. A day full of scams. Absolutely. Uh, Matt, who is your? Uh, what are your deep sleepers? Because you do have two. So, as addressed before um, the commencement of this recording, I have two. First one will be Cody Bellinger. Mm. He became probably one of my favorite baseball players because him defending Aaron Judge, saying that that piece of fucking garbage, Jose Altuve, robbed him of an MVP. I cannot have agreed more. It has been a known fact that the Astros cheated their way to that World Series. And now, it is a known fact that they're the worst franchise in baseball and everyone is going to be going out after them this year. Hey, I am all for woke Cody Bellinger. I I am am all for it. I think this confirms that Cody Bellinger will be a New York Yankee in the next couple years. I'm sure you guys are going to love Cody Bellinger when him, Mookie Betts, David Price, and other new Dodgers take down the Yankees in the World Series this year. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure the same sentiment. Oh, we laugh now. That's fine. <laughs> can That's I fine. can I can I do my second deep sleeper? Please course, go ahead. Go for it. My second deep sleeper is freedom. Mm, it's a good mm. one. We always love freedom around here. Uh, what are you free from? So next Thursday, February twentieth, happens to be my birthday. And what, what will you be free from? I will officially be allowed to drive a car. Go fuck yourself. So I will officially be allowed to consume a legal alcoholic beverage. Wow. I mean, I am letting you know as I am sipping my wonderful gin and tonic right now um, that alcohol is a wonderful thing. I know that you have never had alcohol before, (laughs) but it is an absolute privilege which should be consumed 100% responsibly. I heard alcohol is poisonous. Can't you no, that's alcohol not. poisoning from alcohol? Whoa. No, it's not true. So Ooh, let's, I don't know. let's just let's just plan this in advance. Um, next Thursday will not be a recording day, just because unless you want me to be here face first in my laptop while I'm attempting to uh, control the audio of this podcast. <laughs> This yeah, will maybe, be maybe we should. That would be a fun. I th- I really think we should. I mean, we're planning on recording on 4:20 already. So I mean, might might as well. What's 420? Never heard of it. I don't recall ever playing that, Ed. What are you talking about? I, uh, I don't know. That don't recall? 420 happens to be in the day that we record a podcast, so be it. We'll, is that... We'll are, are, we have to go to Massachusetts or California or Colorado. No, I don't know that is. This is true. Good point. Good no, point, Jared. Neither. Jared is on my wavelength. He, he, he knows what I'm talking about. So, so I expect um, a lot of birthday wishes um, on the comments this uh, next week. And uh, hopefully we can um, not have an episode. Uh, breaking news. Uh, Rangers win. 3-1. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, Brett, who is your deep sleeper? My deep sleeper this week is pedicures. Oh, I, I like that this. one. I like that one. Pedicures. Did you get one? Okay, boys. Don't mind all the ruckus on the mic, Bird. I'm sorry. Take a look, boys. Oh, you did it? Oh! Whoa. The big toe. Wow. My feet have not looked Wee. this good since Holy. I was six years old. Is this the toe that was purple? Oh, you want to see? No. I'll, I'll put <laughs> oh, so oh, they're both kind of purple. That one's less that was purple. That's a little purple, though. Look this how that's purple. looking. It's still purple. It's a little black and blue. Curl the just painted them. Just cover the purple. Well, they put a... Uh, clear coat. Clear coat on Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. They asked for wow. clear coat. I said, sure. 
Yeah, I got a pedicure today. I'm thinking about getting a manicure. So I got a, I got a lavender. One second. Let me get the exact name. I took a picture of it because it was on the wall. Because they asked what I wanted. There was a, there was like eight different options here. It's a lot of choices. I know a lot of choices. Can we get a reasoning for a this? A lavender spa pedicure. So today is Valentine's Day. Okay. So I took my lovely mother out. Oh, what a guy! Oh, wow, that's a guy. fucking awesome. So, the best Valentine I, there is. I think is. she's also a listener of this podcast, right? Oh, she is. Hi, mom. Everyone, everyone, say hi to uh, Brett's mom, Lorraine. Lorraine. Hi, Lorraine. Hi, Mrs. Mayor. I'm the only one with respect here. And thank you for listening to us. Uh, your son's toes look beautiful. They do. For um, once. So <laughs> For once, yeah. I got a nice scrubbing down. They, they cut them all nice. My toenail, my big toenails have not looked this good since I was 10 years old. So this is kind of a, so your uh, shitty toenail, which probably everyone on this panel knows is just an absolute disgraziad. Yes. <laughs> when they were trimming thing. that thing, did it hurt like no tomorrow? So it didn't hurt at all. Shout out to Anne. Oh, shout or out Annie, Anne. I think it was Annie. Yeah, Annie did a fantastic job on me. The ladies were wonderful. The, like, I'm going to go back. I'm probably going to go back. I want to go with you. Wow. So I think for the summer. Hey, let's, let's make that a podcast activity. Oh, I'm sure Ed's going to be very willing to get a... With, man. no, wait, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Let's, okay. let's go, go with, go. with the go. premise of uh, followed by a rub and tug. That's uh, disgraceful. I did not get a rub and tug today. Just Unfortunately. There. Were there pictures of feet in the uh, in the no. window? Okay, no. that means it wasn't a rub and tug. There yeah, you go. This was Perfect. not a rub and tug. That's that was going through it. my head when I was sitting there. I was like, oh, what do you think they're doing back there in like, the yeah. back? There's, there's, a, rooms there's, in the there's back. a massive back area. Yep. It's not like they're making like, <laughs> like t-shirts back yep. there. It's like, a front. It's a front, clearly. But it was it was pretty awesome. I was pretty overwhelmed, not going to lie. Like Everything was a blur sitting there. I was going to come on and say step by step what they did, but honestly, I do not remember it. <laughs> Like, there was just a lot going on. I remember she scrubbed my legs. I had to put my sweatpants up. I should have worn shorts because I had to bring my sweatpants all the way up to, like, my thighs because they were washing my whole leg down. They put this, like, lavender scrub on. Oh, they yeah. finesse you. They were exfoliating, like, my skin, the dead skin on the bottom of my Did foot. Did you get the calf rub? Oh, yes, we got the calf Oh, my God, She brought, like, bro. a hot rock stone and, like, Ooh. rubbed it down my leg and my foot. Now, when I tell you, when they were getting all the dead skin off the bottom of my foot, it was crazy. It looked like you could make a pasta out of this oh shit. My, yeah. <laughs> That's disgusting. Do you, do you Sorry have, for the fans, but... Do you have, like, that sense of... how I see it. So, like, me personally, when I've gotten pedicures, like, I've, like, I don't like people touching my feet at all. Like, if mm. people, like, start, like, rubbing yeah. my feet down, I start, like, laughing my fucking oh, ass yeah. off. I couldn't control myself. They brought out, like, the filer. No, the filer was doing my nails. That was a little ticklish. But then they brought up this bigger, like, filer thing and started scrubbing the bottom of my feet. Yes, it's like I, for I the calcis, right? Yeah. I, was, I like, started dying. Down. And while I'm sitting there, I'm getting a massage on my back. Oh, oh chair. my chair. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my chair. Damn. And so after they do all that, then I go across the room and I sit down in another chair. And the lady that did my pedicure, Annie, starts massaging my shoulders. And I tell you, that was the best part. Are you sure it wasn't a rub and tug? It was not a rub it and tug. It touched you a lot, man. I don't know. I know. No wonder why you seem like even extra pep in your step today. It oh, does, right? How much, was, how much was this little thing? Uh, I don't want to... Okay, this disclosed. Okay, yeah. was it a good price or? or? Uh, we'll okay, we'll leave it at. That's a good enough but answer. I will go back because there was one of them. One of the spa treatments was called Gold Something, where they use a bunch of gold-like-looking products. Oh, cool. I want to try that out. This man's got money over this here, all of a sudden. Wow, big spender. money, you know? <laughs> oh, of course. I'm the young CEO. Oh, that's true. You are the young CEO. Um, uh, Tim, your deep sleeper, please. Uh, that yes. was a wonderful story, bro. Thank beautiful. you very, very much. Beautiful. Thank Mine's going to be a little bit shorter. My deep sleeper is cheap candy. 
You know what tomorrow is? National Candies on Sale Day, boy. Really? Oh, oh yes. Yeah. We'll go to 7-Eleven. Val- well, you don't buy Valentine's Day at 7-Eleven. Walgreens. Like, it's, it's almost the same thing oh, as Halloween. Yeah, all oh. that shit's on sale. So, like, lint chocolates will be on sale. Oh, the, I thought everything's we get, like, on sale. for, like, and you know 50 what, cents. You know what I will admit? <laughs> every Valentine's Day and every Halloween, I get this mindset where I'm like, tomorrow the candy's going to be on sale. I'm going to go and get some candy. I have never done it once. But I might do it tomorrow. I might actually do it for once. But hmm. I don't think that's going to happen. Let me know. But it Let's is on do sale. it. Let's do it. It is on sale. I'll tell you that. Do you know how much? I don't fucking know. It's going to be like 50% <laughs> off, probably. Yeah, they give like uh, half off. How much are the original? No, I really don't think it's going to be 50% I've off. I've never bought someone like a box of chocolates and like a heart like oh, that. Oh, I, much are those I thought for? Tim just meant like the like the big bags of Reese's or nah, something, you right? Don't, you don't no, buy that shit for Valentine's no, no, Day. No. It's like all the decorative shit. Yeah. Oh. The shit in heart boxes that no one's going to buy the rest of the year. All the bonbons and stuff. Those kind of good things. Yes. Yeah. Um, Ed, do you have a deep sleeper for us? Oh, I have a deep sleeper. Okay, uh, here we it. here we go. <laughs> um, so I let everyone um, know before the podcast we started recording that someone on this podcast was going to be put on fucking blast. Well, I'm, on the, I'm on the edge of my seat. Yeah, I too. Someone is in fucking trouble. Oh, um, no. So I will preface this by saying that I don't like messes in my life. I'm a very neat person. I like things Uh-oh. in a particular order, Uh-oh. things not out of control, and when there's a mess, I don't handle messes very well. I know what I did. Tim, Ed, Uh-oh. I'm sorry. my deep sleeper, is paper towels. <laughs> Whoa, really? Yes, yes, what because, I, oh, because. I already know this is related to, but tell me. Okay, so Tim was over here last night. And walked up to my room and had dinner at my desk. Not a problem. Not a problem. It's fine. Which I was invited to do. Yes, absolutely. No, no, no issue there. Did not intrude. No, not at all. He was watching me play Fortnite. Yes, absolutely. Then I came down here to do my show, Let's Talk with John Richards, you can find on Facebook Live uh, every Thursday at 9 o'clock. Another shameless plug by Ed Bertzel. Of course, it's what I do. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yes. So, that happened. Then we ended up watching Entourage. Great program. Great film. Yeah, nothing, nothing wrong. Great nothing. show, not film. And well, film. the film was terrible, but the show, great. Anyway, I get to this morning. I wake up, I shower, do my whole bit, and then I go back into my room, and I go to my desk to grab my glasses to, you know, head out and do my chores for the day and, and whatnot, whatnot. I put my hand on my desk yep. to grab my glasses with my left hand, Enemies. and I pull up, and there's dipping sauce... Right. On my hand. It's not. It's it's the salad dressing from Chipotle. The salad dressing from Chipotle. Uh, so the salad dressing from Chipotle comes in these dinky little plastic containers, and when they put it in the bag, it leaks onto the bag. Mm-hmm. So then it leaks through the bag because it's oil, mm-hmm. and then it gets on whatever it touches. And I did not think of that when I was removing my stuff from your room. I'm very sorry. Uh, no, it's, it, it, is com- it is completely okay. I have done it to my own personal tables and desks. And I know that it's it's not a pleasant thing because it's, it's oily. I know exactly what it was. It was an oily kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah, because I had it on my my, yeah. my fingers. I was just like, "What the fuck is yeah. this?" And then I and then I realized I was like, "Oh, that greasy little bastard." No pun intended. Nah, see, you know, I moved everything out of the way on your desk because I didn't want to like get like Chipotle like rice or some shit like that on like an important device or an important paper. It's true. I did not think of. I put a, the thing is, you know, when I eat Chipotle, I put the bag under my, my bowl. That's like my, like, neatness. Like, I don't want to get the yeah, Chipotle, the I don't want to get the overflow on yeah, top of, on of, top of the desk. Yeah, you don't want to make too much of a mess. However, I didn't with. think of the bag itself being dirty. And I, I again, I'm, I'm very sorry. 
I'll even I'll even clean your your whole room. No, 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 no. no. You don't, you don't have to. You don't I have to fucking do that because I don't even clean my own room. But Listen, my desk is a fucking disaster. That's probably the one not neat thing in my life. I'm not in a position to, to comment on that, but your desk is in fact a disaster. Oh no, it absolutely is. I yeah. can I can definitely if you, you were to attack me for that, that's that's completely fine because it's it's the fucking truth. Um, but yeah, it was um it was a very interesting way to uh, to start my day, feeling like little grease on my fingers and being like. Uh, I don't know what this is. Uh, my other deep sleeper is uh, Kenny Chesney. He's releasing a new song next Friday, and I'm very excited because I'm going to see him in August, and I have not seen him in four years, and I've seen him a total of eight times. Jesus Christ. Yes, and I have not seen him in four years. So um, August, I believe it's August 20th. Um, I will not be in studio that day. I will be at MetLife Stadium uh, not knowing what my name is or what planet I am on. Uh, Just saying. Two things. First of all, you've seen Kenny Chesney eight times. Yes, I have. That is eight times as many concerts as I've been to in my life. I've been to one single concert, and that was with our lovely producer, Matthew Birdsall, uh, John Party. At, well, it was really Dirk Bentley, but I went for John Party because that's my guy. Um, also, we are fucking having a good time. Oh, we were having a great time. <laughs> <laughs> the tailgate, phenomenal. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, also, uh, you said... Um, you will not be in studio yes. on the day of that. I, I'm Ed. We record twice a week. I'm sure we can work around that one. But I'm sure we can. We but in advance, hours that we grind in here when we're not recording. Well, that's, that that is true. That yeah. is true. But I got um, what Ed, we'll uh, we'll make sure that we uh, we plan accordingly. I have seen. I'm trying to think. I've seen Kenny eight times. I've seen Chris Stapleton three times. I've seen Luke Bryan once. Humble brag here. I've seen Jason Aldean three times. I have seen Cole Swindell twice. Oh, I love Cole Swindell. He was very good. He was very good live. He was very, very good. I've seen. Have you seen any non-country artists? Yes, yes. I've seen anything beyond. You can talk rock, anything. Yeah, I've seen Aerosmith. (laughs) How old are you? Um, I was probably. How old are you now? It was no. It was my freshman year of college. Well, when you saw Aerosmith? No, when you saw Aerosmith, because so I was you're, you're there. Saying, no, 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 yes, because I was at college. No, it was at the old Coliseum. It had to have been, because no. I would have been there. No, 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 no. So it, it was at the old Coliseum before it even got redone. So you were tw- you're 24 years old right now. 23. 23, sorry. And the only non-country oh, concert here, you've seen... Oh, shit, I didn't realize Thank you, that. thank you very much. But the only non-country Next year, Kobe concert year. you've seen wow. is... You already had a Kobe year. Aerosmith. I already had one Kobe year, yeah, um, but next year's my Wait, other we're not year. We're not fixating on this enough, because this is just mind-blowing to me. What? You're a 23-year-old person, and the only non-country concert you've seen is Aerosmith, who was most popular, I think, 15 years before you were born. Oh, I've seen Keith Urban once, too. That's, that's country. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I just want to put put that out there. So you've been to country concerts and one Aerosmith concert? Yes, but the plan is right now that in March, I am going to see Billy Joel. And oh, you then, are? Yes. Lucky guy. Yes. Hey, and then, don't forget about me. Yes, and then in October, I am going to see Elton John at the Coliseum because our official podcast attorney, Greg Olson, said that Elton John was the best concert that he's ever seen in his life. Really? Yes. So if Greg is saying that Elton John is a good show, I'm there. You're seeing Billy at MSG, right? Yeah. Yeah, at MSG. What number is that? I think it is, he just got past 70. So it's got to be – it's like somewhere between 70 and 75. Who's this, Billy? Billy Joel. At MSG specifically? Yeah, yeah. at you, MSG. Can you buy his 100th one yet, tickets for that? Uh, no, I don't I'm think you can. I think, I think right now he only has shows going up until the end of July. 
So he hasn't released any new ones yet. Mm. But they always sell out. Yeah. That's the thing. Well, his thing is that he's going to keep performing MSG until it doesn't sell out. That's right. Like, that's, oh, like yes. his, that's like his path. Yeah. yeah. Right. Which is ridiculous. I can't believe that this guy's gone 70 shows in a row at MSG. It has, hasn't not Well, and he's also, he's also gone <laughs> elsewhere, too. He's done, like, he's played at Fenway. He's gone to Wrigley. Oh, he's gone to like yeah. He's gone to, like, Miller Park <laughs> up in uh, Milwaukee. I forget what the new name is. It's not, I don't think it's Miller anymore. There's something else that they it's named. It's something Miller. ridiculous. It'll, it'll it's always something, be Miller. It's it'll, al- it'll always be Miller. Miller. Exactly. But, yeah, uh, Billy Joel, a uh, great guy. But, yes, I have not seen, an, unless I'm forgetting about one, which I don't think I am. I highly doubt you would forget about that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah, think I would. Um, the only uh, country concert that I... The only concert I've been to has not been country. Ed, is, you didn't uh, see Little Uzi Vert at concert? <laughs> I'm sorry, who? Little Uzi Vert. Is he the one that has uh, one eye? No, it's Fetty Wap. And he oh, it's Fetty Wap. Fetty Wap was, like, alive in 2013. I don't think he exists anymore. Oh, uh, No, a, he dropped an album last night. Beats me. So, yeah. uh, to backtrack real quick on uh, Miller Park's new name... In 2021, it will be renamed to American Family Field. That's it. Interesting. That's terrible. That's that's absolutely tragic. Absolutely tragic. Okay. That was a very wonderful deep sleep sleeper segment, everybody. That was truly, truly extraordinary. Uh, okay. Let's talk about the Astros. Um, so they had their apology press conference on Thursday morning, and the likes of Jim Crane, the owner of the team, Dusty Baker, the new manager, and two players, Alex Bregman and Jose Altuve, uh, took the dais and wanted to apologize for their sins. And probably the most well-rehearsed, well-constructed, well-orchestrated press conference of all time until they started opening up questions for Jim Crane and Dusty Baker, mainly Jim Crane, to take when he just didn't have a, an answer for anything. I'll re- I'll re- he he wanted to, before I open this oh, up sorry, to the, to the dais, no, 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 it's okay. Uh, he wanted to place the blame on everybody but himself or his players. So uh, ex-general manager Jeff Lunau, uh, former manager A.J. Hinch, they were the ones that were to blame for just about everything. Uh, except for the owner or the players. Me- meanwhile, the players were the ones that were taking part in this whole s- cheating saga for the last three years with nothing to be heard of. Uh, of course, players from across Major League Baseball have chimed in on this, namely, as Matt said in his deep sleeper portion, Cody Bellinger, uh, Yankees manager Aaron Boone, Aroldis Chapman, to name a few. Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer, too. If you Whoa. haven't read his piece for the Players' Tribune, I highly recommend it. Well, Trevor I will, Bauer is the league's best psychopath right now. Like, he, he is. the most influential psychopath. He in the runs his sport. mouth. But well, in the most positive way possible. Well, I don't know if... Uh, I know that there are two people on this uh, dais that don't like The Athletic. But I will praise The Athletic for this. There was an article that I read in The Athletic about, it was actually two hours or so before we came on, um, which was a whole, it was a whole 30-minute interview that Trevor Bauer gave out, outside his locker in Red's camp, which he was the only guy left in the clubhouse for the day, where it was Trevor Bauer and about 10 reporters, and he was just answering all their questions about what he thought about, you know, what was going on. Um, what his overall reactions were, things like that. And Trevor Bauer just let 
loose. So woke Trevor Bauer. I, I, I really, really do appreciate that. But as for the Houston Astros, um, I think the one thing that I really have to say about them is whomever runs their PR department should be either shot or fired. I'm really trying to figure. I'm trying really trying to figure out which one. I, I mean, it's, it's I think it might be their their track record of the last six months is just absolutely terrible. Oh, like, absolutely horrible. Between the whole situation with I can't remember his name, but one of their their upper executives getting fired for screaming at a reporter. Oh and, yeah, and basically just completely defending the fact that they. Hire, they signed a player who is known to have uh, domestic violence past, and they said, who cares? We won. That was disgusting. I'm not going to call this worse, but this is right on par with how bad they've been over the last six months. I mean, the the press conference today was just the most absurd thing I've ever seen. And you only to get the entire sense of the press conference, you need to watch one 24-second clip of Jim Crane being asked, what do you think that this? How do you think this affected the the play in the World Series and the play in the playoffs and stuff like that? And it was specifically geared towards the Yankees series. And Jim Crane said, "I don't believe that what we did affected it. We won the World Series. We had a good team. Yada yada yada." The reporter then backtracks and says, "Wait a minute. You don't think it mattered or affected the series that you guys cheated?" And then Jim Crane says, "I never said that." That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in a press conference. When you can just backtrack like that over the course of 20 seconds and then just decide that you never said your team cheated, and now all of a sudden it's not that we cheated, it's just that we cheated and it didn't matter, give me a break. This entire situation is a clusterfuck, and it's just the most ridiculous thing that's ever happened in baseball. Yeah, it was just very unprepared and unprofessional. Terrible answer he gave. And then Jose Altuve. Jose Altuve comes in with his mind-boggling interview which no remorse whatsoever zero remorse and he comes in and just says that the league said what the league said we are taking the action that the league makes us take there he didn't say he didn't acknowledge anything nope he i mean rightfully so he didn't acknowledge the buzzer thing because that doesn't that hasn't been that's a whole nother that hasn't been proven yet i don't i don't Sit on him for yeah. saying that he didn't. He did have a buzzer. Yeah, as far as we know, it's just a theory. Because for him to even acknowledge it would have been stupid at this point. Because it's it's that's in the past. Like we have so much other shit on them already. There's no reason for him to acknowledge that. But when it does come out that someone finally has proof that he wore a buzzer, uh, this Astros team can rot in hell. Like I just got nothing good to say about them. Uh, Matt, you have something that you uh, wanted to contribute. So watching that Jim Crane fucking interview, he should have to sell the team just because of how shitty of a status he made his organization seem like. Inept. Inept, I think, I think is the best word for it, is that they all looked absolutely 100% inept. I, so I saw a lot of, like, fluttering on this on, like, all social media about one person in particular, Justin Verlander. Mm. This man has everything to say about everything about the game of baseball. This except is true. For, except for right now. Except for right now. I, the fact Justin, that, I completely forgot Justin Verlander existed. Yes. I don't even I haven't heard that guy's voice in months. So I'm I'm just gonna throw out a quick speculation. Nobody knows if this is true or not until uh, something breaks that it happened. Apparently Garrett Cole apologized to the whole Yankees pitching staff. I, I mean, that's a smart move on his part when you come into a new organization like this. 100%. These Astros players, I guarantee you that the Astros starting nine for that entire playoff run are the starting top nine most hated players in the league from top to bottom. Oh, without question. They, now They are right now the most disgraceful players in the league. The entire players organization 
hates them. Everyone in the league thinks they're disgraces to the game. They completely threw out the entire competitive nature of baseball. And now you have all these guys that are going to be coming to bat all season and just getting tossed at. They're going to get beaned every single game. I hope an Astros batter gets a free base every single game, and I hope they lose every single one of them. I guarantee f- more than 50% of the benches clearing brawls in baseball this year are to involve Astro batters getting thrown at. I'm Most likely. Also, I, I can't wait for that. I don't know about you guys. I oh, I'm... I'm the, one thing I, the one thing I need to happen, we have to be at Yankee Stadium in September for when those fucking scumbags come to town. Uh, I'm there. I... I'm going to put this out there right now. That will be the first Yankee game I've ever attended where I'll be on the side of the home team. I will I will not roof the Yankees, but I will be on their side. You'll go terms. as a neutral party. I will be a new, That's more like it. I'll be a neutral party for the first time ever in Yankee Stadium. I will not wear any Red Sox gear. I will not wear anything like that. I might even find a shirt that says, fuck the Astros or something like that because I want nothing to do with them. I, I think they're the scummest, lowest tier in the MLB by far. Well, going back to what uh, Tim was talking about, about the players and 1-9 to nine just being hated more than any potential players in the league right now, I'm looking at a player like George Springer, who's in a contract year this year and is slated to hit free agency next year. Who, who the hell is going to want to sign George Springer, bring him into their clubhouse as a key guy that was involved in the scandal, yet the pitcher's... The pitchers were involved in it. They were guilty by association, but they they didn't really have a huge part to play in what was going on in in terms of decoding signs. So you could have someone like Lance McCullers, for example, you know, guilty by association. Justin Verlander. I, I, I look. I don't think Justin Verlander's resume takes a huge hit because of this, because he didn't he didn't have anything to really gain. By this, sure, you can argue that, you know, the run support that he had, you know, go up 4 nothing, and then the hitters know what's coming from there, and Verlander can continue to throw his stuff. You know, that's fine. Like, I can I can understand that argument. But someone like Altuve, their World Series as a whole, it, it's, it's going to be scarred. It, it absolutely is. And the fact that they can't take responsibility for that and say, you know what? We're accepting our faults. We understand what we did and how it skewed the game of baseball and tarnished the reputation of baseball, quite frankly, as being a fair play sort of sport. It it makes the Astros look ridiculous. I can tell you who really is the big loser in all of this, and it has nothing to do with the Houston Astros whatsoever. It's Rob Manfred because he comes out and he looks horrible that there are 29 other teams right now that absolutely want his head on a fucking swivel. He should be ran out of the game. He should. He really well, should. They got that, a slap on the wrist. After that attempt to save phase two by just putting out that bullshit playoff format that might or might not ever happen, that was a, that was a joke. Like, that was almost as bad as his press conference today by being a commissioner and deciding that I'm going to deflect all the attention from this entire scandal onto just this new playoff format that he damn well knew everyone was going to hate. That playoff format was ridiculous. But he put it out there to completely change the direction of attention, and it didn't work at all. I also want to bring up that this situation, I don't think it just affects the batters. I know we're going to talk about how the batters gain from the, having the sides and stuff like that. But when your team is having a lead because you have an, a completely unfair advantage and you can you know the signs in the first inning, you know exactly what's happening from the beginning of the game. You don't have to learn anything. These teams are coming out to early leads. These pitchers were in positions where they're coming out in the third inning and they have a two-run lead already 
every single time because they know what's going on. I think these pitchers pitching in a position where they're not going to have that easy lead that they know they're going to have and the confidence of having your team be able to hit any ball thrown at them because they know what it is. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a lot of skyrocketing ERAs in that Astros organization this year. Well, Rob Manfred, the way that he probably gets to save face right now, and this is a stretch because it's not really him you know, 100% saving face, mm-hmm. but a good way for him to get there is by reinstating Pete Rose. That is probably the best way right now that he can say, you know what, I, I save face with something. Uh, that, to give back to baseball, give back to the fans of baseball, who quite frankly have been robbed from this. And anybody who's not a diehard Astros fan, someone who's not going to say, oh, the Astros did nothing wrong. I'm not going to go and say that the Astros, you know, fucked up. First of all, fuck those people that are just going to defend the Astros to the day that they fucking die. You're going to die on that hill alone, number one. Number two, you bring Pete Rose back. He's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. He'll be in the Hall of Fame. He's the best hitter that the game has ever had. He deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. And Rob Manfred gets to save some sort of face. But at the end of the day, he's got something that's going to tarnish his legacy for as long as he is commissioner. It's just plain and simple. I think at this point, the Pete Rose thing is even less likely to happen. And I know that there is that idea that it would, probably, it would, boost, right. it would boost Manfred's like, like, uh, image in the, in the crowd of the fans and all that stuff. But also when you think about it, Rob Manfred has also given a very light slap on the wrist to a team that has cheated in one of the worst ways we've ever seen in baseball. If you think Rob Manfred's game plan right now is to instate another cheater into the Hall of Fame, but in the eyes of the common people and not just the people who see what Pete Rose's stats were and they just know that he cheated, I don't think Rob Manfred's going to be the guy who, one, gave the Astros a slap on the wrist, and then two, Mm -hmm. let Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame, and even, God willing, let's... Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, any of those guys in, I don't think it happens. Oh, oh, but hold on. Do and we? I'm the biggest proponent for Pete Rose to be in the Hall of Fame. Don't get me wrong. I think it's going to happen, but there's a very, very strong belief that Pete Rose cheated and shouldn't be in the, in the uh, Hall of Fame just as much as there is one that he should be in it. Before before I flip this to Brett and get his uh, gauge on everything, uh, did Pete Rose really cheat, though? I mean, he didn't do any. He didn't do anything to gain a competitive advantage on guys that he was that he was pitching at. He didn't take steroids. He didn't, you know, decode signs or you know look at a camera and see what signs were coming and things like that. The only thing he did was he bet on his own team to win. And I and I get it. It's in the rule book, and he broke a rule. Fine, I absolutely get it. But to say that Pete Rose was a cheater, he just he wasn't. Who who was that? uh, The the player for the Arizona Cardinals this year who got suspended for betting on his own team. Oh, oh um, I don't remember his name, but that, that did happen this season. With Pete Rose, the thing is, I, uh, cheating was the wrong word. It was in a day and age, though, when like betting on sports, I'm not going to say it was frowned upon. It was kind of like a... Uh, taboo. It was, taboo, it was yes. Great word. Uh, it was uh, Josh Shaw. Josh Shaw, yes. Who, who, Corner. I think he was in a position, too, where he just came up to the mi- uh, majors. Like he, he just got his chance, and then he got sent back away. But with Pete Rose, cheating was the wrong word to use. He didn't cheat, but he, he did disregard the rules of baseball in the same sense that the Astros disregarded the rules of baseball. Uh, Brett, your thoughts? So I agree with almost everything you guys said, except I have two disagreements. Okay. With two of Tim's points. I actually like the uh, proposal of the new playoff. Really? Wow. You're one of the few, but I'll hear you what you have to say about that. And then the second one was um, the ERAs as far as pitchers on the Astros. I don't think it's going to make too much of a difference. I, not, not Skyrocket was a bad word, but I think, it, I think I, it's going to yeah, affect them. I still don't think it, I don't think it will affect – I really don't think it will. So to, yeah. to just go off of what uh, we've all been talking about with the new playoff format, the way that it is proposed right now is – 
it would be basically a seeding where the top seed, the best record, gets a first round bye through the wild card round, would it be? The first round. The, fir- the, f- first, the first round, round. right. Gets, yeah. gets rid of the wild card game. And then you would have six other teams that then play it out. Or five other teams that then... Six other teams. Six, six. other teams but then that then play it out. Team seed two, seed three, and seed four in that situation would also be able to choose the teams they play. And from a media standpoint, that's a phenomenal thing to talk about. Like, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But that's just not what baseball is. And I don't think that we should be changing the way the playoffs are. And I know it sounds like the old man yells at cloud, old baseball fans, stick to the rules, listen to everything we've talked about for 100 years. But... There's no the baseball playoffs are wonderful right now. From from the a wild card game is one of the most hyped games. The, the wild playoffs. card games are. I fun. love it, and there's I no reason to that. eliminate that. And you know what? You know the, the, the entirety of it too, because it's not just like that. It's, it's three the, home games for yeah. the um, higher seed. For the higher seed, in the first round you get three home games. Like that's bullshit. That I just I don't think that's gonna work. I don't think it's gonna be a competitive environment where these teams are gonna the higher seed get three home games. And you're gonna, they're not gonna win that series like. I don't think that's going to work, but it's interesting. It's, I it's, just like the idea of having, like, bulletin board material for the lower seeds facing yeah. the higher seed. I think that's just – that's perfect. Like, you can't get any better than that, especially when baseball's trying to gain more fans. Having more – having stuff like that would just gain more attention for the league. And I think having more playoff teams in it like, as a whole, like yeah. adding another couple seeds, and I think it's just better for the game. It gets more fans involved in playoff baseball, which could attract even more people to watch. But then also think about the teams that would make it. Like, when you have a seven-team playoff, those seven teams in the MLB, sometimes you get a gem where you have a team that has 85, almost 90 wins at seven seed that gets robbed in the playoffs because there are three other teams in the division that also won 90 games. But yeah. when you have a team that's maybe a 500 team or even below 500, that's that's never been the way baseball worked. It's always been, like, you have to earn your playoffs. There's 162 games, and they shouldn't just be rewarding people who have maybe a nice second half or something like that. Like, it's a full season. This is literally an excuse for Met fans to get into the playoffs <laughs> and when they get swept, have the excuse for, oh, the new, this new format's bullshit. We had to play the best team in the NL, and we got swept because we had no, no but shot. Like, but, like, wouldn't you want to see the Mets from last year in the playoffs? Like, I feel like that would have been fun to watch. They I mean, would, they don't talk like they have a bad team. I agree I with you. I wouldn't call it an excuse. I, agree with I mean, you. in the current playoff format, the Mets have made world, more World Series in the past decade than the Yankees. So. <laughs> it's one. Give me a break. Yeah, the Yankees I, have I zero, that. so that's I more. I don't but agree like, with that. <laughs> they the lost four chance, to one. If the Mets had a chance, like last year, to, to make a little bit of a run, like they have a talented roster, like it would have been fun to see yeah, maybe another <clears> team. Make, they had make a chance. A they had a chance. The last couple of weeks. No, they did. They also did have a chance. So they, 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 they blew they that did. completely. This is, this is an excuse for last year's Met fans to say that they should have made the playoff based off of their relief being absolute fucking disgrace. Right, I don't think we need to roast Met fans right now. I think yeah, no, but that, that is that is the population that we're talking about, of these teams that just barely missed the playoffs, and maybe they would have been interesting, but do they deserve to be in the playoffs? Is that really what the playoffs are about, to give teams more interesting runs? Or you wouldn't is, is like it, more playoff games, though? I'm like, not saying I'm against more playoff games. As a fan, as someone who consumes this shit, yes, I do think it would be more entertaining, and it would be a lot more stuff to watch, and it would be a better story. But it's it's more about the competitive nature of the sport and just incentivizing these teams to just put up teams that go 500 every year and you keep getting that seven seed and these owners don't what put was anything. The, what was the, like, go, could, Ed, can you pull up the MLB uh, standings? The seven sure. seed this year? I yeah, think I want to see what the record with the seven seed would have been. Because I don't think it's 500. 
It's not like that low. I'm pretty sure they're like there's a couple ninety win teams in there. I mean, think about the majority of MLB franchises who aren't competing for World Series every year, who aren't even competing for the playoffs every year. They're just competing to be the best team they can be in wherever that is. But they they thrive by making the playoffs. That's what their whole fan base wants. They just want to make the playoffs. They want to have a shot. If you just give these teams a shot to make the playoffs every year, it just it's going to dwindle down, and these teams are going to be putting out mediocre rosters just to make the best minor playoff run they can. And it's certainly that's possible. And I, I don't like that idea. I don't want to go for that. So in the American League last year, two teams finished over 500 that did not make the playoffs. So it was the Indians and the Boston Red Sox. In the National League, Four teams finished at or above 500 and did not make the playoffs. The Mets, the Diamondbacks, the Cubs, and the Phillies. So you have the Mets who won 86 games, and the and the Cleveland Indians won almost 90 games, I believe. 93. 93, yeah. I mean, those teams, fine. They, they, sure, they might deserve a shot, but that's the whole incentive to build your team and get better for the next year. You're that close. Build it up. Make a better team and then make your playoff run. Don't just slide it as a seventh seed possibly win that first series because you have a giant boost because your whole team's pissed off because they got picked to play, play the best team like like that's I, I get that but actually get there like actually deserve your playoff spot that's what it should be here's my thing with this is MLB Major League Baseball is the only professional sports league that there is right now where there is no disparity in, in most cases between a big market and a small market team Sure, you have the bigger clubs that want to spend more money, fine. But the smaller market teams, for example, the Tampa Bay Rays, who the majority of people who know baseball are saying the Tampa Bay Rays could be a top five team in baseball this year, Mm -hmm. and they're considered by many to be a small market team. You don't need to be going out and including more teams in the playoffs just to have that small market disparity getting into to the playoff because you don't really, you know, you don't have that. Um, so it's like, if anything, what this is, is you're possibly, it's doing the opposite. You want to get the big market teams in the playoffs so that way you get more more viewers. But I, for me, at least, I don't know if, if I'm in the minority here, but I find it more interesting watching, it from a fan perspective, watching the more small market teams in the playoffs more than more than the big market teams. I don't give a shit what the second team tier in LA is doing in the playoffs. I, I don't care what a shit, no offense, Tim, uh, what a shit Red Sox team is doing in the playoffs. If the Rays make it to the playoffs or if the Kansas City Royals make it to the playoffs or anybody of that sort, I, I want to watch those teams because I'm going to watch one way or another. I don't really give a shit about the big market teams that make it because baseball, baseball's baseball. And, you know, it's, it's better off... If you have a small number of teams making these playoffs, you have your series, you get to the World Series, and bam, it's done. And MLB playoffs, too, the way that it is now, sure, the games are long and whatever. You're talking three hours of sitting watching baseball. Okay, fine, whatever. But it feels like MLB playoffs, they go by so quick. It starts, and before you know it, you're at the World Series in three, four weeks. We talked we talk about this before in, in, on this podcast, how baseball has the biggest ability to go from a terrible team to a great team Correct. in the matter of a season or two. I mean, we talked about the Astros. The Astros were the laughing stock of the league, and I know that they came up in a suspicious way, but, but even besides what they 
did and they cheated and stuff like that. Look at that roster. That yeah, roster is still full of talent. And the Red Sox going from being the worst in the league, winning World Series, being the worst team in the league again after that. Like th- This is all stuff that goes up and down. Baseball is very fluctuating with how good these teams are. And it, that's, that's just proof that you don't need a bigger playoff. If there's going to be that much change in who makes the playoffs every year, I don't think adding another team is going to fix anything. It's just going to add another playoff team. And fine, that's good for viewers. But is it good for baseball? It's going to become more clouded. It's going to add more games. And it, it just at, there's some point where you just got to say, you know what, what we have, the system that they have now, I don't think anybody's saying that it's broken. Absolutely not. So no, if, I, don't, I don't think so. Yeah, if it's, think, if it's not broken, don't fix it. I think it's getting it. a lot of shit where, like, if it did happen, I feel like people are going to enjoy it still. If it, like, it's not going to be, it's not going to make baseball a shit show. No, absolutely not. Exactly. That's absolutely what the happening. vibe is for right now. It's just like, I can't believe someone would do this like that. Like, why would they switch it up? Like, you can't be changing the game. Like, I think it. Like, I'm just getting a more positive mindset on it, where, like, I think it would be fun. More fans, you know, you get to see more, like, teams, like, fans, like, get riled up. Like, I don't know. I think that's that's fun. Like, that's a fun part of the game. It doesn't need to be changed anytime soon. If it does change to this, I will not be the most angry person in the world. I'll, I'll, I'll respect it. I'll watch it for whatever it is and see how it goes. If it's bad, they will fix it. Mm-hmm. If they're going to change it away from one thing, there's no problem with changing it yeah, back. Yeah, they just changed the wild, so, they the wild card in, like, a couple years ago. Yeah, the wild card's maybe, yeah. maybe a decade old. Like, it... If it works, it works. Like I'm, I'm not against this working. I'm mm-hmm. just, I'm just saying there's more potential for there to be bad outcomes from this. No, I think than you made, a, I think you made a good point have. where it could be a good idea, but maybe now is just not the right time. Yeah. Maybe if there was an expansion in baseball. If there was an expansion in baseball and we had 34 teams or even 38 or something like that, fine. Like make it a 17 playoff and have the same format. I like the concept of that format, which would only really work in a 17 playoff, but. I don't think it's coming anytime soon. Are any of you for a shorter regular season or no? Uh, yes and no. Uh, the same same mindset. I'm not opposed to a, lo- a shorter season, but I'm not asking for it. If that's what it takes to make baseball more viewer-friendly and will help out anything like that and make and prolong the sport of baseball, which is, in a way, a dying sport, it's losing viewership by far, I think that that could help, but I'm not the biggest proponent for it. Feel that? I always like the idea of having so many games. It's like a marathon kind of thing. Yeah. That's just being like again an old baseball fan wanting to you know the good old days you know keeping it keeping it like it used to be. But I I don't have a problem with it. But it like Tim just exactly what Tip said. I mean when you when you win 180 games to win a World Series like you feel something as a fan like if you especially if you watched a majority of those games like you feel a lot watching that many games. So it it, it does serve a purpose to have that long of a season. I'm a traditionalist. You know, I'm I'm good with my 162 game season. You get to your wild card game. You get to your a- your ALDS, ALCS, then World Series, and then that's that. Uh, let's shift from the Astros to talk about Manchester City. Uh, so, UEFA came down uh, on Manchester City on Friday, uh, breaching them or charging them with serious breaches of the UEFA club licensing and financial fair play regulations by overstating its sponsorship revenue in its accounts and in the break-even information submitted to UEFA between 2012 and 2016. The charges filed against Man City are going to result in a UEFA club competition ban in the next two seasons, so the 2020 to 2021 and 2021 and 2022 seasons, and pay a fine of thirty million pounds, um, euros. Excuse me. So, 
Um, this was something that struck me because we have seen financial fair play punishments happen before, but we have not seen UEFA really jump on a club and on a team so severely like they have with Manchester City in this regard in banning them from European competition, including the Champions League and the Europa League for the next two seasons after this, it, it, A, it really does hurt their revenue because, you know, you look at all the money that's gained from clubs gaining Champions League berths and Europa League berths and, and things like that. Um, and then you look at the players that are at the club now that are there because they want to play Champions League football. They want to play for a potential Premier League title. And now, if you're taking that money away from Manchester City because they're not going to qualify unless this appeal that they are going to file is overturned, passes and goes through, you know, you're looking at players like uh, Kevin De Bruyne, Bernardo Silva, uh, Sergio Aguero, Gabriel Jesus, to name a few, that are not going to be playing in the best club competition in the world for the next two seasons. And that could lead those players to say, well, where do I stand at the club? And they could end up leaving. And you also have to look at Pep Guardiola. His contract expires after next season. He is probably going to be there uh, throughout next season. But then after that, you don't know. So uh, this is a big-time blow for for Manchester City. As an Arsenal fan, I'm very happy for this because there is a chance that Arsenal now can qualify for the Champions League, which is what we are after. But what in the meantime, right now, eighth, uh, we are f- at thirty-one points, and I think we're nine points off from uh, from top four. I so believe. Can I get my two cents in? Sure, go ahead. So I can guarantee this: good riddance to any shot of signing a Jaden Sancho or any oh. big transfer fee. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, that's good. Gone. Goodbye. Yeah, it's gone. Um, no, like you said, the financial play- fair play regulations have come into effect before. There's been past instances where teams were fined. Man City was fined recently for financial fair play violations. But this is the way to handle this. This is the exact thing that FIFA has to do, or UEFA, 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 sorry, has to do to stop this stuff from happening. I mean, the way that Man City makes their money off these bogus sponsorship deals and all this crap where they're getting pumped in money from all these foreign investors and stuff... That's never going to stop unless you take away the Champions League qualification because that's what players want. Players want to win Champions Leagues and beyond that win their own domestic leagues. But you want a chance at both. And if you don't have a chance to qualify for Champions League, you can say goodbye, like you just said, to all your best signings. Everyone's going to leave as soon as they get the chance. I mean, Pep Guardiola, if this goes through, good ratings because he's not going to play. He's not going to be anywhere close to that club after this. I mean... I think that this was the right thing to do, but I'm wondering how it's going to pan out because they have a chance to appeal. Yeah, do you think they're going to appeal and get like a year off, a year less than what it is right now? I, they potentially they could. I don't they think, potentially could. I don't think it's going to be the full ramifications that have been outlined so far. Yeah. I because agree. this goes – the way that the appeal works is it's going to go to an independent body that's going to judge this. So it's not going to be a UEFA-based appeal or anything like that. No, it's, it's actually the – International Sports Arbitration Group. Right, exactly. Like which I didn't know exists. Apparently there's some like grand senate of sports that like decides in all these cases. I've never yeah. heard of that. But I guess, is that what like... Arbitration. 
the arbitration? Is that what baseball uses and stuff? Uh, yeah, it's independent arbitration. Interesting. I believe. Don't quote me on that. I mean, I'm this one, sure. there's not much to argue here. The facts are there. UEFA did their own investigation. They came out with the conclusion that Man City broke the rules. The only thing that could happen from here on is Man City appeals this, and they somehow weasel their way out of it. But I don't see that happening. I think this is a pretty cut-and-dry situation. Yeah, no, I don't think they weasel their way out of this. I think that the charges that UEFA are really levying on them are pretty severe. And um, unless that there is just evidence that, that UEFA has just decided to overlook here in an in, in effort to make a resounding statement against uh, City uh, Entertainment Group, the owners of Manchester City, of NYCFC, and of Melbourne uh, City uh, FC as well, they are they're they're fucked. They they are royally royally fucked. Um, and as of right now, uh, the punishments also come with, like I had referred to before, a Premier League points deduction which would go into effect at the end of the season, meaning that the fifth-place team in the Premier League would then get a Champions League berth in favor of Manchester City, which could be the likes of Chelsea, could be the likes of Sheffield United, could be the likes of Manchester United, could be the likes of Wolves, could be the likes of Arsenal. Uh, so No, you, you missed another team that's closer than uh, Wolves, Manchester United, and Arsenal. And that would be I'm, not, I'm not mentioning them. I'm not mentioning Tottenham Hotspurs. I'm not mentioning them. They have a very good chance of qualifying now. Uh, they At the are, moment, Sheffield United would be the team. Yep. Sheffield United, has, I, I, I ask you this, like you have all the history of soccer ever. There's, there's no chance a team has ever been promoted and made the Champions League the same year. There's uh, no. no way. No. That's absurd. I just no. think it's crazy. No, but that, that also goes to the job that, uh, that Chris Wilder has done uh, with Sheffield United, the fact that they are fifth and now... Pending they get the results to to go their way, going up against the the big clubs again, the likes of United, Spurs, Arsenal, that they can potentially get into the Champions League would be absolutely huge for a club like uh, Sheffield United. But for for Manchester City, this is a terrible, terrible look. Uh, Their reputation, I'm sorry, it, it, it is tarnished. Because you look at a club like Manchester City and, you, you okay, you can talk about the likes of, of Arsenal who have had sustained success over time. Liverpool, the same sort of deal. Manchester United, the same sort of deal. You know, a, t- a club like Manchester City, this is a club that was being regularly relegated. And they were the second best team in Manchester for the longest time looking up to big brother Manchester United. And they strike gold with rich Saudi owners that come in, transform the club. And now you're looking back and saying, do, do, do these Saudi owners and their illegal business practices, do they have an effect on the success of Manchester City winning three Premier League titles since these owners have been there? This panel has joked many times over saying, I wish our teams were owned by oil tycoons. Oh, uh, no, hello. No, not hello. anymore. Not anymore. A hundred percent. I do not want those motherfuckers having any Ooh. business in my team. No. Um, well, well, you may you may team? have someone that Wait, is about isn't your team owned by a, a oil tycoon. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Roman Abramovich is an oil tycoon. He's, he's like an the, international yeah. felon. That means wanted. Who was on the FBI's most wanted? Yeah, he's wanted in more countries than he's has not. He, like, has he done anything illegal with Chelsea Football Club? No, <laughs> he stole a train. He stole a whole train. That doesn't. That doesn't. That train. doesn't that affect the team. Jared, is that he not what happened? I believe Roman Abramovich like stole a train. Oh, 
Um, he didn't do anything illegal. What do you mean he didn't do anything illegal? He didn't do anything illegal, but he stole a train. There's some weird story with this. What, what, you know it better than I do because I think you told me about he's it. He's done nothing illegal with the squad, but what he's done to get to gain his as own wealth. As far as business practices are concerned, Roman yeah, Abramovich no. has, done no, has done nothing illegal. Yes. Yeah, can you detail he, this? He's he's been in trouble with England recently because um, I believe he wants to. He's a legal citizen of Israel, I believe, and um, he's on a visa in England, and England wants to revoke that because of his close ties to Vladimir Putin. Because he got rich because um, when Putin became uh, president, he gave all his friends, all his cronies, access to Russia's riches and privatized it. And he was one of them. So he got rich off of that. And he eventually bought the uh, Chelsea Soccer Club. He did, he did nothing wrong. He was a smart businessman who knew how to take risks and fucking made a fortune. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He didn't steal a train. He used a train to steal a massive amount of oil from the Russian government. No, he stole, he, he stole a train. He stole a train. He basically stole a train. He stole a train. He used a train in a robbery. He's definitely a sketchy individual, yes. Yes. And he's also... Close ties to Vladimir Putin. Yeah. Who's Vladimir Putin? Which is a very interesting thing. And English trying to cut ties with those type of guys. Yeah. So uh, to close this out, uh, I just want to read off a tweet from La Liga president uh, Javier Tebas. Oh, this is beautiful. Uh, UEFA is finally taking decisive measures. There needs to be fair play rules and punishing financial doping is essential for the future of football. Better late than never. Uh, so with that all said and done. Uh, one last one last question. Please, for go, us, ahead. please. go ahead. Go uh, ahead. Rank these scandals. Uh, Worst to best, I guess. What was the hardest scale? Like, which one hit harder, like, from first to third, all right? Gotcha, let's go. Uh, the Astros cheating scandal. Okay. Manchester City's money scandal. Okay. Reggie Bush's memorabilia signing and selling. Ranked them three to one. Um, The weakest, Reggie Bush, Manchester City, Astros. That's my order. I concur. I... Mm. I'm you guys know who Reggie the, Bush is, by I'm the way? Put, yeah. No, I don't know who Reggie Bush is. Please, please explain uh, who Reggie for, Bush is. Former USC running back. He was a star back in the day in 2005, mainly 2006 specifically. Oh, oh interesting. What are you playing? Oh, he played in the Rose Bowl in 2006, I don't know if you recall. Oh, he, he oh, I, I think I've heard of that game. Yeah, yeah. Oh, have you? I, I think so. Maybe I've seen it. I highly recommend. So uh, maybe I've seen it before. He was a star at USC and he ended up signing... Uh, he was a star at USC, and he ended up signing like memorabilia and selling it, and he got his Heisman stripped away for it. That, he, that just sounds terrible. Did he, he date a Kardashian too? Am I correct? I think he did. I think he did. Wow. He dated a Kardashian. Yes, he did. Yeah. Are you seriously asking me that, Tim, or are you like joking? I had no idea Reggie Bush dated yeah, a Kardashian. Yeah, he did. Kim Kardashian during Kim. their playoff run in New Orleans. This is true. She was at all the games. That's why they lost. They actually won. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> How would you rank this, Brett? Um, I think Man City three. Astros 2, Reggie Bush 1. <laughs> You're a Texas fan, aren't you? <laughs> Hook him. Hook wow. <laughs> Who won the 2005 Heisman? Uh, nobody, according, <laughs> to the, according to the stats. Disgraceful. So let's talk about the uh, the All-Star game really quick and the All-Star festivities. Uh, I want to make this a pretty quick segment, considering this game is probably going to take a little bit. Uh, so I'm going to run down. All the events for the weekend, including the game on Sunday. And I just want quick predictions from everybody. Let's make this as quick as humanly possible. Uh, so we have the skills challenge. We'll start there. We have Bam Adebayo from the Miami Heat. Pat Beverly from the Los Angeles Clippers. Spencer Dinwiddie from the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander from the Oklahoma City Thunder. Chris Middleton from the Milwaukee Bucks. DeMontis Sabonis from the Indiana Pacers. 
Pascal Siakam from the Toronto Raptors, and Jason Tatum from the Boston Celtics. So, uh, Jared, uh, I want your pick first. Uh, who are you going to take for the skills challenge? I just got to say it's really funny that it says Derek Rose injured. Yes. On here. Yes, it does. Shocking. Terrible, terrible news. He could have gotten the homecoming he deserves in Chicago. Uh, I'm going to go Patrick Beverly. Hmm. He's a tough guy from Chicago. He's a hard motherfucker. I like him. I like what he stands for. Matt? I'm going to go Spencer Dinwiddie. Is he the mm. reigning champ? I think he's the reigning I believe champ. so, yeah. Well, he won it once before. Yeah. Uh, Brett? I'm going to take Shea Gildas Alexander. I like that guy. He's a good player. Interesting. Uh, Tim? I will take Jason Tatum. That was my pick. I'm going to take Jason Tatum as well. I Damn. think Jason Tatum's a baller. I think someone should have taken Bam out of bio. But someone is, should have taken Bam like out of bio. Is he a seven-foot center? Yeah, he's a big man. He's a center. Interesting. Uh, dunk contest. We have Aaron Gordon of the Orlando Magic, Derek Jones Jr. of the Miami Heat, Pat Connington of the Milwaukee Bucks, and Dwight Howard of the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, we'll flip it around. Tim, who do you think wins the dunk contest? You know, I'm looking at your, uh, you're looking at this on Bleacher Report betting odds, and I'm seeing Dwight Howard plus 650. Now, I'll tell you right now, if I was in a state that had legal betting, such as New Jersey, Illinois, or uh, Nevada, I think we have, right? Yeah. Costa Rica. Um, Costa Rica, too. Costa Rica, yeah. Um, Iowa. I might place a bet on Dwight Howard to win this at plus 650. I like that a lot. You get the highest odds? He is the highest odds. So Aaron Gordon's at plus 140. Derek Jones Jr. is at plus 160. Pat Connaughton is at plus 400. Connington. 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 Shit. Connington. Connington. Pat Connington. Pat Connington Connington. is at plus 400. And Dwight Howard is at plus 650. Okay, I'm going to take Derek Jones. Okay. Uh, I I don't know if you guys seen his highlights this year. He's been in dunk contests before, actually. Yeah, I don't know how he, he has that year. He's on Miami too. Miami's got players. In this. Yeah, yeah. He he Oof. has bounce. And he does. Got, he's got those skills. Uh, I think obviously Aaron Jones is the favorite, but I don't want to. I don't like Aaron Jones. Aaron Aaron Jones. I'm call Aaron Jones. Aaron Gordon. My bad. I I don't think Aaron Gordon's all that. Not a fan. The dunk contest he won. He robbed Zach Levine. I'm taking Dwight Howard. Wow. Yeah. He's too big. Huh. He's done it before. He'll make something happen. He has done it before. He will t- He will definitely pull out these Superman out. It's going to be corny, but it's going to be good. Uh, Jared. I'm going Derek Jones, too. He's from, you know, he's playing for Miami. They're a hard team, and he's just a hard name. Derek Jones Jr. That sounds like someone who knows how to slam it. That is pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, I'm going with Aaron Gordon. Interesting. Oh, yeah? I'm going with Aaron Gordon. Aaron Judge lookalike? Aaron Judge lookalike. I'm, go- I'm going with him. Somehow uglier than Aaron Judge while still looking like him. Somehow. Somehow. Two of them. Uh, okay. So we have now the three-point contest. We have uh, Davis Burtons of the Washington Wizards. Devin Booker of the Phoenix Suns. Devontae Graham of the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, Joe Harris of the Brooklyn Nets. Buddy Heald of the Sacramento Kings. Zach Levine. Of the Chicago Bulls, Duncan Robinson of the Miami Heat, and Trey Young of the Atlanta Hawks. So uh, we'll start with Matt. Who do you think wins the three-point contest? Love my boy Trey Young, but I'm going with the shots that I took wet like a book. He got robbed being in this all-star game, and he's going to f- show the world that he deserved to be there. Devin Booker's winning the three-point contest. Chip on the shoulder. I like that. Yep. Jared? I concur. I'm going with Devin Booker. He's one of my favorite players. He's not on a big market team. He knows how to ball. He knows how to play. Uh, Brett. Okay, I was going to say Devin Booker. i got to switch it up. I'll take uh, the hometown guy, Zach Levine. Interesting. Tim? Um, I'm still on the train that Buddy, Levi- 
Buddy Levine. Buddy Heald is going to be a good one day, so uh, I'll take Buddy Heald. I'll take that. I'm going with Joe Harris of the Brooklyn Nets. Returning defending champ. The defending champ. So, so far you've picked the favorite in the dunk contest and the defending champ in the three-point contest. Are you going to yeah. mix it up in all that? <laughs> or are you just going to stick with the favorites? Uh, no, I, excuse me. I was the only one to pick Aaron Gordon. I was the only one to pick Joe Harris. So, oh, if any favorite. We're about bold takes around here. Ed. This is a bold um, take Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, Aaron Gordon was the only favorite that I took. Uh, according to a betting site that I am happily subscribed to, uh, Joe Harris is actually middle of the pack. He's Who's actually the favorite? he is plus six fifty. Please hold while I look up the uh, the betting favorite. So you remember that Joe Harris was one was six, but you don't remember who number one was. Uh, let's take a look here. Uh, NBA All Star Weekend, the three point contest. It was okay. So. Davis Bartons is the favorite at plus 450. Joe Harris is at plus 500. There's two guys at minus four. There's, there's a plus 325 here and a plus 350 here, boys. Oh, wow. Yeah, this is really, really messed up. But Joe Harris is fourth? All right. Yeah, Joe Harris is fourth in the odds. So who's one? Uh, the favorite right now is Duncan Robinson at plus 325. Oh, him. Yeah. yeah. That, him. <laughs> From the Miami Heat. Another sure. guy. That, wow. Duncan for the Miami Heat, and the second the second favorite right now is Trey Young. Uh, so let's talk about now the All Star game. So we have I'm going to read off the two teams right now. So we have Team LeBron, have of course LeBron, the starters for Team LeBron. We have Anthony Davis, James Harden, Kawhi Leonard, Luka Doncic, and of course Catherine LeBron James. The reserves we have Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Damian Lillard. Nikola Jokic, Ben Simmons, DeMontis Sabonis, Jason Tatum, and Russell Westbrook. For Team Giannis, we have, of course, Giannis, Joel Embiid, Pascal Siakam, Kemba Walker, Trey Young, Bam Adebayo, Brandon Ingram, Jimmy Butler, Rudy Gobert, Donovan Mitchell, Kyle Lowry, and Chris Middleton. Team LeBron, coached by Frank Vogel, and Nick Nurse, coaching Team Giannis. So, uh, Jared? Who do you think wins the All-Star game? Can I just say this? Giannis, one of my favorite players, great player, cannot draft the team. I think LeBron's team is top-heavy in my opinion. I'm going with LeBron on this one. Has better depth, better starters in my opinion. Um, I will say that uh, the early lines for this game have LeBron, Team LeBron at minus 7.5. And, and the over-under for this game is set at 314.5. Wow. <laughs> That's a lot of points. Yeah, That's, That's a lot of points. That's low. Usually these all-star games are like 200, almost 200 apiece, though. Or well, if you're ta- yeah, I if thought, you're, I thought yeah. it's about 200 apiece. Yeah, that's really low. Definitely. Well, I think it's because they switched It's a new format, rules. yeah, but still. Yeah. These rules are going to fuck up the uh, the betting, no? Uh, I would think they would, but I'm sure they'll have a way around it. It's going to be total points. It's going to be, they'll figure it out. They'll just add up all the points. Yeah, yeah exactly. The end, probably. Uh, Matt, your prediction, please. Team LeBron, he drafted better. Giannis does not know how to draft. If he was on my fantasy team, I'd fucking kill him. Uh, Brett? I think you got to go with Team LeBron. I like, I mean, I like the players Giannis has, but he, I think it's hard to argue. I mean, I like this Giannis team off the bat with the starting lineup. If you have Giannis and Joel Embiid down low, I mean, that's a scary yeah, duo. Yeah, but this is the All-Star with, game. With Trey, okay, it's the All-Star game. You think Trey, Trey Young was born for All-Star games, the way he plays basketball. You he think Joel Embiid's born for All-Star games? He's a loser. <laughs> oh, you guys are, I don't know, you guys are no, crazy Joel about Embiid that. Joel Embiid's a psycho. He had a kid, he already has a cast on his Joel Embiid's a psychopath, first of all, and the fact that he's on the team as heavily, heavily doubted in this, 
He's gonna play his. He's asshole. hated by his own city. No, he's not. You're crazy. Nah, you did that's not. not did you not true. see that's Philly fu- being Philly? That's, that's, that's you know, Philly hates Philly everyone, yeah. but that's completely different. They love Joel Embiid. He'll get out of there and be a bona fide MVP candidate. But I mean, when you have these guys on the bench, like you have Brandon Ingram, you have Jimmy Butler, Rudy Gobert. I mean, I think it's a solid team. I think the team with the most athletes. Like overall, obviously they're all fucking athletes, but like the players that are just more athletic. Like there's some more athletic players, like Joel Embiid. He's he's a good, obviously he's an athlete, but like there's a difference between Joel Embiid and guys like guys on Team LeBron, like LeBron, and I, I'm blanking on everybody else on the team right now. Ed, you just close your laptop, so you even have the rest of them. So just cut out this, bro. Just cut this out, honestly. Just say Team LeBron. Yeah, Team LeBron. I'm going with Team LeBron. I'm going to LeBron, I think. I think they uh, they win this. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's time for America's Favorite Game. We'll be right back here on the Basement Talk Podcast. back to the Basement Talk Podcast. It is time for America's favorite game. We like to call this one bullshit. Here's how it works. So we have 24 pieces of paper in the middle of this table right now. We have predetermined the matchups before we have come on air and is going to be Matt taking on Brett, me taking on Tim, and Jared being the host of this wonderful program. Here's how this is going to work. Again, 24 pieces in the middle of the table. They are all loaded with open-ended questions. The way this is going to work is each person is going to have 20 seconds to answer each question. Jared is going to read off each question, and the participants in the round are going to give a number of how many answers they can possibly give. So, for example, Brett could say five possible answers to the question of kinds of breakfast foods. Matt could then answer with a higher number than that or call Brett's bullshit in which Brett will then have 20 seconds to give five breakfast food articles. If he gets it, he gets the piece of paper and gets a point. If he does not, Matt gets the point. The person that has the most pieces of paper at the end of the round will move to the championship where the person who wins the championship will get, what do we get if we win the championship? A one million points. I'm thinking kooky pens. One million kooky pens? And a schmetzel. Schmetzel. And a schmetzel? Okay. And a uh, 12 pack of Big Light with two Gs. And a 12 pack of Big Light with two Gs. And excuse only, me, uh, two points, gumballs. Only 499. And a good old pat on the back. And a good old pat on the back, absolutely. Yeah, that's what you're actually getting. So, uh, Jared. It is your time to select a piece of paper for Brett and Matt, who will be going in the first round of this competition. So, I have a quick question. Shoot. To determine who gets the first bullshit, like, thing, who gets to pick first or how many, like, names they can answer? Uh, that's a good question. Just do do, 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 first. I'll let Brett go first. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Should I ask? Yes, go ahead. Okay, Premier League Strikers. I can name <laughs> three. <laughs> I can name five. Bullshit. 
Okay. <laughs> so uh, Matt me. will have Matt will have twenty seconds. He's got a lot of time to think right now. All right. Twenty seconds to name five Premier League strikers and the just and just a heads up before you I hit the, hit the before you hit the clock. Um, He's wrong, thinking right now, bro. Wrong, Come on. Wrong answers. Wrong answers do not count. So you could say a wrong answer and still and still go. So uh, twenty seconds on the clock. Matt, go. Oliver Giroud, Tammy Abraham, um, Michi Bashawai, um, Alexander Lacazette, Pierre Aubameyang. Five. Got it. Right. He had all that time to prepare. That was bullshit. So from now on, what we're gonna do is the second someone says bullshit, I will start the clock, and that's Please. when you start listing. Please. Okay. Okay, who's going first between you two? No, we're do, we're doing this round out forward. first. Oh, okay. Pick a better one this time, huh? So who am I asking again? Uh, Albert, I guess. Yeah, yeah no, okay. Matt gets the option. Okay, NHL forwards. Give me a fucking break. Four. Five. Nathan McKinnon, uh, Connor McDavid. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Boo! You have to either say bullshit you have to give to him, a, yeah. or you have to list a higher number. Yes. Eight. Bullshit. Go. Okay, go. Um, Artemi Panarin, Patrick Kane. I know who these guys are. Um, Connor McDavid, Nathan McKinnon, um, um, Thomas Hurdle. Um, six seconds. Evander Kane, uh, Brady Kachuk, Matthew Kachuk. Uh, Got it. Eight. Got it. Well, I stopped it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next up. Pick a better one, you fuck. Come Matt on, needs dude. Matt needs three more, and he and he wins. So yeah, Brett Brett me. gets the choice. You just ask Matt. <laughs> okay, Brett. Yeah. U.S. presidents. Five. I'll give you a chance. Bullshit. Fuck. All right. <laughs> Are you going to count it? You going to oh, go? Sorry. Barack Obama, Donald Trump, George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, and Bill Clinton. Got it. Got it. Thank you for the... Nice. Thank you for the... That was uh, generous. Yeah, thank you for the generous. I would have said 45. We would have been here all day. <laughs> 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 all right. Uh, so the score is now 2-1 in favor of Matt. If Matt gets three more right, he wins. Okay, Matt. NBA point guards, go. Um, four. Five. Six. Seven. Bullshit. Okay. Mm. Russell Westbrook, Rajon Rondo, Chris Paul, Frank Milikina. Ooh, Steph Curry, um, Eric Bloodsoe, Kemba Walker, Trey Young. Okay. Got it. Seven. Two, two. I love that. Ask him. Okay, Brett. Dutch footballers. Who the fuck made these? Who do you, who <laughs> makes all of the categories? Get these. Current Dutch footballers? Can be all time. All time. Um we'll start off with five. Six. Seven. Eight. Bullshit. Patrick Van Anholt. Frankie De Jong. Matthias Zilluk. Rana Coleman. Uh, f- Frank Reichard, um, Arjen Robin, um, Robin Van Persie. Need one more. Um, yeah, five seconds. Ooh. Uh-oh. 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 Ah! Ah! Right, gets it. Dennis Bergkamp. Wesley Snyder. 
Fuck you. Thank you. The score is 3-2 Brett. He has come back, and Matt gave him charity (laughs) on the U.S. President's one. Don't call it a comeback. Okay, next one is tennis players. Holy fuck. You're getting dogged by this guy. I am. (laughs) Doing good, though. Doing good. Uh, I get to pick how many? I think he does. He gets. Yeah, Matt gets it. Four. I think I can name four. Um, man or woman, does it matter? Man or woman does not matter. Okay, five. Seven. Bullshit. Okay. I believe him. Go. Coco Goff, Serena Williams, Venus Williams, Roger Federer, Rafa Nadal, Andy Roddick. Um, One more. Lena. And no, Lena, not, not a tennis player. Lena? No. Um, oh, yes, 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 you're right. You Lena, got it. You yeah. got it. Okay. Seven. <laughs> Chinese. She, I was, I was thinking. Sure. I was thinking. Novak was, to Djokovic, if you want to. I was thinking of Michelle Wee. Michelle okay. Wee is the golfer. All right, three three. Who is very, very good looking. So three three, two points for I the win. One point. Gave it to you. One point for the tie break. Alrighty. Okay, Sally boy, dogs. Wow. Heard you're a dog. Let's see what you got. <laughs> Do I count as a dog? <laughs> I don't know. Um, Myself. <laughs> five. Six. Seven. Bullshit. Mmm. Boxer, golden retriever, Whoa. husky, Doberman, uh, poodle, chihuahua, pug. Got it. Got it, got it. Seven. Give me that. What was your uh, protest on that? Uh, I thought you didn't start it. I respect it, though. I started it. Eight seconds. Okay, so it was four, three. This is a... Big time moment in the match. Okay, Mr. Bertzel. Golfers. Fucking A, bro. <laughs> Come Damn. on. <laughs> Ten. Oh. Call him. Call yeah, I'm going to call you on that bullshit. Jack Nicholas, Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson, Jordan Spieth, uh, Justin Thomas, Ricky Fowler. Um, um, Tony Finau. Uh, Three more. Patrick Reed. Five, Five seconds. seconds. <laughs> um. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Yeah. And get Brett to that point. Yeah, you're playing your When you get to that point, everyone's name becomes yeah. one word. Yep. And you just cannot think. Brett wins it. Wow. Okay, Brett, so please put your choices into the we hat of magisterial wonder. Are they going back in? No, no, no! Oh, they're just being—they're being put aside. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want any of those. I wanted—I would have done golfers. I, could, I didn't think it could have gone any worse than Premier League strikers, and then he said NHL forwards. <laughs> I was really looking for—I was really looking for that one. That I don't sucks. Know. Dutch forwards. Um, I don't think. I, I felt pretty confident. Okay, that one, just no, a little. Bit. Okay, know. so now it is me and Tim. Tim, best of luck, sir. Oh Jesus! All right, I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you have the first. Uh, the first selection, if you like. Was very generous tonight. Okay, Tim. Dinner foods. Uh, Go. What? Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Ten. Oof. Bullshit. Steak, chicken parmesan, chicken franchise, chicken milanese, um, chicken ala vodka, penne ala vodka, uh, meatball hero, uh, Philly cheesesteak, uh, burger, and a baked potato. Got it. Okay. Nobody had time. I was counting them. 16 seconds. Yep. That's fine. I'll get the time up, though. All right, so uh, one nil. You got the timer up? Yeah. Okay, to add. Okay. Category is TV shows. Eight. Ten. Eleven. Bullshit. Okay. 
NCIS, Criminal Minds, uh, Grey's Anatomy, NCIS Los Angeles, NCIS New Orleans. Oh, come um, on. <laughs> come on. Uh, Breaking Bad, Westworld, um, Game of Thrones, um, Homeland, and... Hey, 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 come on, let's go. <laughs> Also, naming all the NCIS. NCIS. Uh, bullshit move. I feel like that killed time. I like it. I like it. They're all shows. Fuck! They're all <laughs> fucking shit shows. God damn it. Good move, Ed. I like that. All right, to Tim. NFL QBs. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. Ten. Eleven. Bullshit. Okay, eleven. Go. Uh, Derek Carr. Matt Ryan. Um, Josh Allen. Tom Brady. Ryan Tannehill, Sam Darnold, Dak Prescott, Carson Wentz, Case Keenum, Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers, Matt Stafford. You got it. You got it. Okay, beautiful. Whew. Needed that. Are you keeping track of how many he's he's getting? How many they're getting? Because I'm trying keeping track of time. Try it's one. two to one, Tim. No, I mean like when they're going. Yeah, I, I got oh, it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, this one's for Tim. Premier League goalkeepers. Five. Six. S- bullshit. Go. Leno, Allison Becker, Hugo Lloris, David De Gea, Lee Grant, uh, Jorelio Gomez, Ben Foster. And that's that. Yep. Beautiful. Oof. Thank you Killed very Killed the much. competition. Two to two. Okay. Will Tim retaliate? Now, this one is Brazilian footballers. Four. Five. Now, this is ever. Just saying. Yeah. Six. Seven. Who's bluffing? Bullshit. Fernandinho, Neymar, Ronaldo, Ronaldinho, um, Tyson, uh, Casemiro, Tiago Silva. That's it. Right? Uh, Gabriel Martinelli. Martinelli. Had to get him in there. Had to get him in there, my guy. Oh, fuck. This one's going to be interesting. Okay, Ed. Types of cars. Eight. Ten. Bullshit. Okay. Fiat, Dodge, Chrysler, Chevy, Ford, um, Maserati, Ferrari, Lamborghini, Porsche, Bugatti. Wow. Ten I had a feeling Tim had that one. Wow. Fuck. Ed, you could come back with this category right here. Liverpool players. All time? Yes. All time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Let's see what the number is. Think about ten. The starting lo- uh, eleven, Tim. Ten. Eleven. The starting eleven. Twelve. Oof. You know more than twelve, Timmy. Come on. Thirteen. Fourteen. You know more, Tim. Call, call him out, Tim. Bullshit. Oh, Adam Milana, Jordan Henderson, Mo Salah, Sadio Mane, Roberto Firmino, Ian Rush, Robbie Fowler, Michael Owen, Steven Gerrard, uh, Jamie Carragher, John Arisa, Andy Robertson, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Allison Becker. Got it. Beautiful. I was that was incredible. I was, I, was running, I was running out. I will admit my mindset there was I didn't confidently think I could name that many, and I thought he would run out of time. I was running out. That's fair. Allison Becker, after that, I was drawing a blank. Okay, Tim, let's see how you're doing in geography. Countries. Wow. Wow. 10. 11. 12. 13. 14. 15. 16. 17. Bullshit. (laughs) Germany, Spain, France, Russia, Georgia, Italy, 
Greece, United States, Mexico, Canada, Costa Rica, Panama, Cuba, Puerto Rico, Argentina, Brazil, Colombia, Uruguay. Got it. Let's go! Yeah. Game, set, uh, match. That was again, a lot, too. Once again, I, did, I didn't think you could. I definitely, I definitely could have got that. Wow. I should have gone higher. Wow, 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 wow. Okay. So, now. Switch seats with him. Okay, you can just cut it. <laughs> well, when he's talking, I can't. That was a rough time. 17. So when are you guys calling it done with this round? So what we are going to do time. is... Seven left, no? We do it. One, we two, do it. three, four, five, six. And I got one in my hand right now. Oh. Okay, beautiful. So there are eight left. 4v4. If we have to draw one again, we have the bag where we can sure. go into the bag and draw one at sudden death. <laughs> right? Best of luck. So final. Between, oh, so it's you two now? Yep. Between oh, okay. me and between Brett... Um, I'll let I'll let Brett I'll let Brett have the honors if he wants to uh, go first for uh, for the choices here. Teams who defer are five hundred in the playoffs <laughs> so far. <laughs> so Matt Matt is keeping track of how many we get right. Tim's keeping track of time. Beautiful. Okay. Okay. The category Brett is Chelsea players all time. Fuck this. Um. Seven. Eight. Nine. Ten. 11. 12. 13. 14. Bullshit. Okay. John Obi Mikel, Frank Lampard, Eden Hazard, Didier Drogba, Olivier Drew, Flora Maluda, John Terry, Gary Cahill, Cesar Spilicueta, Branislav Ivanovic, Thibaut Courtois, Kepa Aretha Balaga, Petr Cech, Willy Caballero, uh, Baba Rahman, uh, Michael Essien. How many do you need? Uh, I needed 14. I got 15. You got it, yeah. Beautiful. What, what are you counting to? Because you keep counting pads. Just tell him when they're He's done. going ahead of me, so just, I'm, just, I'm keeping in track with him. Just just call him off when they're done. Well, he's going ahead of me, so I can't when he's going ahead. Right, is, this, is this mine? Yeah. Yep, uh, this is mine. Okay. I have a question of what you wrote for one of these. Okay, go ahead. What is this word? Oh, uh, uh, oh. W-R. Okay, okay. I can see that. We'll save that one. Okay. What? What? No, you can't just pick no, it no, up. No, no, no. Pick it up. We'll pick Do it up. It. Yeah. Play okay. It. This is to you? Oh, uh, yeah, it's to me. Okay. NFL wide receivers. NFL wide receivers. 15. Ooh. 16. 17. 18. 19. 20. 21. You should call him up. 22. Bullshit. Okay. Randall Cobb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, Alshon Jeffrey, Nelson Aguilar, uh, AJ Brown, Corey Davis. Hollywood Brown, Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, Cooper Cup, AJ Green, Tyler Boyd, Julian Edelman, Chris Hogan, um, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, Michael Thomas, Ted Ginn, Traycon Smith, uh, Devontae Adams. Oh, you were one away. Oh, one away. Let's go. <laughs> one away. Let's go. Ooh, once I hit the Rams receivers, I started rolling, bro. Fuck. Okay, this is to Ed. Okay. Teams in Bundesliga. Oh, Bundesliga teams? Yeah. Uh, eight. Nine. Ten. Eleven. Bullshit. <laughs> Bayern Munich, Dortmund, Leipzig. Uh, I played FIFA. Fuck me. Hoffenheim. Schalke. Um, fucking A. Fucking A. Damn. 
Yeah, you got it. Ed. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mönchengladbach. Where the fuck it's called? Borussia Mönchengladbach. Uni- Union Berlin. Wolfsburg. Thank you. You're welcome. Next. Okay, Brett. MLB pitchers, starters only. <laughs> Currently? Yes. Okay. Um, 10. 11. 12. 13. 14. 15. Hmm. 16. Bullshit. Uh, Garrett Cole, Jay Happ, Justin Verlander, um, wow, Clayton Kershaw. Holy fuck, I forgot his name. Bueller. Do I have to say his first name? It's fine. Got it. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> I'm crumbled down to Max Scherzer, Steven Strasburg, uh, Dallas Keuchel. Um, fuck me. Time. Damn, bro. I need one more. You're one playing more go with the numbers game. Yeah, he is. One more. Hmm. I'll end it on this, maybe. Artist. Like singers. Like singers. Uh, Ten. 11. 12. 13. Bullshit. Young Thug, Travis Scott, Drake, Kanye West, Kenny Chesney. Uh, wow, I went to country. Fuck. Aerosmith, nice. do bands count or no? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Aerosmith, um, The Beatles, Billy Joel, Elton John. Um, oh my god, little. Oh, I just said Louisie. Trippy Red. Um, little Uzi, that counts. Little Uzi. Um, Let's go. What number did you say? What was the number that you guys bullshitted? Was. was it 11 or 12? I don't even know. You got it at 11. You got it at 11, yeah. Ooh, oh, you got it at 11? Okay, I'll give, give it to him. Let's keep going. I'll give it to him. I'll give it to him. That's fine. Okay. Movies. The fuck? I start with the number? Yeah. 12. Hmm. 13. Bullshit. Uh, Titanic. Wizard of Oz. Um, 21 Jump Street. 22 Jump Street. Uh, Shrek 1, 2, 3. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. Godfather, one, two, three. Uh, no. Uh, Casablanca. Uh, fuck! It doesn't matter. Time. Those fucking... Stop doing that. It doesn't count. Yes, it does. They're all separate movies. You gotta say... At least say the full movie. You have to say the full, full name, though. Yeah. You have to say Godfather. One, okay, Godfather, that's fine. Two that's fine. By the way... Okay, to Brett. No, Dad. Okay, to Ed. Board games. <laughs> Two. Oh, really? Okay. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Nine. Ten. Bullshit. Fuck. Uh, Monopoly. Sequence. Clue. Sequence. Trouble. Um, Trouble. Shoots and Ladders. Candyland. Yahtzee. Um... I see a board game. Five seconds. Keep, keep going. Keep Ruby Q. Uh, fuck. God damn it. Shoots and ladders one, two, and three. <laughs> How the hell I let this happen? What's, what's this? Okay, so three. Brett needs this to tie. Yep. I need this to win. Yep. Okay, Brett. This is a sports one we're going to end on. Arsenal players. Yes! All time. Thank God. Fuck this. Thank God. Hmm. 15. 16. 17. 18. Bullshit. Uh, Marwan Shamak, Andre Arshavin, Cesc Fabregas, Thierry Henry, Robert Pires, Dennis Bergkamp, Freddie Umberg, Patrick Vieira, Gilberto Silva, Ashley Cole, Tony Adams, Sol Campbell, Colo Torre, 
Lauren, Jans Lehman, David, David Seaman, uh, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, Alexander Lacaz- Lacazette. Nope. Didn't get it in. Didn't get it in? How many did you call? You guys, you gotta keep track of it. Yeah, that. how many did I call? Did you call 18? Yeah. 17. Oh! All right, we need one more. Gotta play the numbers there. Can I pick it? Yeah, go ahead. Shit. I was up 4-0. Wow. As Brett said, don't call it a comeback. Can't wait for it to be NHL forwards. This is... Okay. TV shows. Let's get a good number. Can I agree, can we agree to a redraw? Yeah, let's get a redraw. Okay. Redraw. Yeah, I want I want it to be a sports one. What are your numbers out of curiosity? Quick. I would have done like eight right away. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to I wanted to be a sports one at the end. Please give us NFL QBs. This is a sports category. Okay. Best of luck, Brett. 4-4. Four, four. Bottom of the ninth. Liverpool players. Uh, All okay. time. All right. Uh, even though Eddie did this one. Fuck. Um, I'm coming up with a number. Yeah. Yes, sir. Start with 11. 12. 13. 14. 15. 16. All time, right? Mm-hmm. 17. 18. Bullshit. Uh, Steven Gerrard, Robbie Fowler, Allison, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Joel Matip, Virgil van Dyke, Dejan Lovren, Andy Robertson, uh, Chabi Alonso, Javier Mascherano, uh, Michael Owen, Fernando Torres, Sadio Mane, Mo Salah, Roberto Firmino, uh, Rian Brewster, Divock Origi, uh, Pepe Reina. Time. time. Uh, hey. right, 17. One away. Are you fucking kidding me? That's wow. it, right? That's it, I guess. Unbelievable. That's, it. That's five. Unbelievable. Wow. What a finish. Good game, boys. Good wow. game. Wow. That was fun. Too, too little of time to name 18 people. It's like literally impossible. One of the yeah. best comebacks we've seen on the show, Brad Mayer. Yeah, I really should I really should have just resorted to uh, to last names. If I resorted to last names, I think I would have gotten definitely had the Or one, two, and three. Yeah. That sucks. That really sucks. Someone's gonna hurt. We have to. We have to really regroup, and we have to uh, go back to the drawing board and come back. I like this game. Let's do this again. Come yeah. back strong on next time. America's favorite game. America's favorite game. What are sure. we naming this game? Bullshit. 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 Uh, Bullshit. I love this game. Bullshit. I like to thank the academy for everything. I want my pat on the back. Hey. Soon. Thank you. Nobody gives a fuck about your political messages. <laughs> come up, accept your award. Shut up. Go Sorry. sit back down. My apologies. My it's apologies. okay. It's okay. Well, let's watch the montage. Yes, so I would like to uh, thank everyone for tuning in to the latest episode of Basement Talk Podcast. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify for our require. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> James Winston had LASIK surgery. <laughs> that was one of my deep sleepers. Shit! For require radio. So, so the for the basement talk podcast for our contributor Jared Faggione, for our for my co-host Tim Brady, Brett Mayer, our producer Matt Birdsell, I am Ed Birdsell saying good night from the basement. Tata, adios, au revoir, arigato. Country roads take me home to the place.
memories gather round her miner's lady stranger to blue water dark and dusty painted on the sky misty taste of moonshine teardrop in my eye 